Who's Bekistan? Where's Bekistan? Why's Bekistan? How's Bekistan? Beck is in Uzbekistan. What's going good and what's going bad? And she's live from Tashkent, Uzbekistan, in the heart of Central Asia. Okay, welcome to season two, episode sixteen. Taking a strong divergence for what I'm excited about. Um, I would like to speak briefly about visible thinking routines out of the Harvard Project Zero. So, uh, the first time I heard about visible thinking routines, I didn't really get it. I thought they were just kind of, I don't know, just a little too fruity. I just didn't really get it. But, um... I, for reasons too complicated to explain, decided to buy the book. I sat down and I actually read it, and I have been applying some of these visible thinking routines in some activities with my class throughout the school year. And some work better than others. Some of them I like, some of them I don't. But I am, I have really become a believer in the concept And so, visible thinking routines are different, you know, activities or instructional strategies that you can do with your class that force the students to reveal what it is they are thinking and helps them organize their thoughts. And then, if I can see what they're thinking, that helps me know what they're catching and what they're not catching and how I need to adjust instruction to meet those needs. Okay, so all of these sound, they sound fruity as I'll get out when you just say them out loud. But for example, one of them is called um, E-W-N-S, as in East, West, North, South. And what that stands for is excitements, worries, needs, and suggestions. So at strategic points in, you know, in a lesson... Um, or, or in a project, most notably I did this as we were um, had been working on our research paper last semester. I said, let's just have a little pulse check here, okay? Uh, tell me one thing you're excited about about your project. Tell me one thing you're worried about about your project. Tell me one thing you think you need to successfully complete your project. And what is one suggestion you have um, to help me make plans for how we will finish our project? And like a lot of them said, they needed more resources. A lot of them said they wished they could get in their groups of people who had the same topic to talk about it. So, I mean, that gave me really valuable feedback about what I should do instructionally. Uh, We did one this week, same thing, the EWNS, and it was, there was a scenario about a fictitious student whose speech was too long and what should he should do. So I said, okay, what is the fictitious student excited about? Well, he's excited about his topic and that he's got too much information. What is he worried about? He's worried about that he has exceeded the time limit on the speech. What does he need to do? He needs to shorten the speech by seven minutes. What are your suggestions? He needs to remove some of the examples, paraphrase to make things more succinct, and make sure that he's talking fast enough. Something along those lines. So that's one of them. Um, Another uh, visible thinking routine is called word 
phrase sentence. And as God is my witness, the first time I heard this, I thought it was the stupidest thing I had ever heard. But now I've done it with students. And when there's an article, it's that they read it and identify what is the most important word in this whole passage. What is the most important phrase in the passage? And what is the most important sentence in the passage? And as cuckoo as that sounds, what it really forces the students to do is to prioritize the information they have read and to really hone in on what is the article about? What is the point of the article? So um, it really makes them triage what they've read. So um, that's another one I'm a big fan of. There are others, um, some of which are maybe a little bit more standard, but maybe I'll talk some more about those in another day. But, but yeah, just uh, even though my students haven't been real successful with the visible thinking routines, I still think it's extremely valuable, and I'm going to persist with it. So um, I'm excited about visible thinking routines. That's an excellent segue to what am I puzzled by? I'm puzzled by, <laughs> some of this is really hard to phrase diplomatically as the transition point, like why my students cannot do these activities. So of my peer group here, of people who teach at different schools here, whether that's international schools or universities, people that uh, own businesses here, but the, the international community here, who are my peers, most of which have lived in several countries. A lot of people have lived in China, other places in the Middle East, other um, former Soviet republics. Yeah, just a variety of international countries represented um, by places that the expat community has lived here. So, you know, everybody's got this huge swath of information about what it's like to live in different countries. And what is puzzling is that, I mean, everybody, everybody that I know, regardless of the setting that they work in, regardless, or maybe they're even here as a spouse, maybe they're not even here working, Everyone who is here for whatever reason says that this is the most difficult country to live in. And I agree. And I, since this is out in the public and going to be documented forever, I'm, I hope you can, uh, can, can maybe catch my point on some of this of just what is so different about here, why it is so much more disorganized, so much more less developed, so many more problems with dealing... Everybody I know has had problems with uh, their apartments, landlords, their HR, um, just anything, just banking, you know, and, and as we have to depend on our local helpers to assist us with this, that doesn't always go well either. And, you know, working with people to, who understand their jobs and understand the laws and procedures here. 
And, you know, we try to be patient with the fact that a lot of these procedures and laws, you know, change a lot. But, yeah, just a lot, a lot of less than motivated, attentive support staff that we're all dealing with. Um and, and like I said, I mean, com- this is this is not this is not compared to our home countries. This is compared to other international countries we've lived in. So, I mean, there's you know there's so many nice, capable, smart, helpful local people here, but how to get that to be more pervasive? And you know, not just the people who sit in an office and drink tea all day. And I mean, I feel bad saying that, but. We just we just all seem to be having those experiences a lot, um, especially these are problems with this these apartments and landlords ceremoniously announce that the rent is doubled and so then they've got a week to move and no renters' rights leases are not a thing in this world so um um I, I hope I've tried to explain that with in a compassionate way rather than a mean spirited way but why are all of these issues so much worse here um, is an unanswered question. Because, um, I mean, the people are nice just to, like, chat with or will help you with the taxi or stuff like that. So, anyway, um, moving on to our closing question, how long will I stay? It's getting harder to answer. It's getting a whole lot harder to answer. So, um, I've got 10 more weeks this semester at my school, and uh, it remains to be seen what's going to happen after that, so we'll see. But, um, yeah, for any teachers out there, strongly recommend looking up uh, Visible Thinking Routines. For any people considering moving here, you might want to take some of this to heart. Or, you know, or maybe you're the kind of person who can just let these challenges and frustrations roll off of you. And then I would say, um, if you thrive on chaos and unpredictability, Uzbekistan is the country for you. Okay. Happy the sun is shining. We've got some good temperatures coming in. Tomorrow, I'm going to the ski resort, hopefully to do some snowboarding. It's going to be warm, but I, I can't wait. I've never been there. So hopefully I'll have a report about that next week. Okay, whoever you are, wherever you're listening, I'm glad that you're here, glad to hear from you. If you're in Turkey, if you're in Germany, if you are in Bremerton, Washington, if you are in the Piedmont, um, whoever you are, wherever you are, I'm happy you're here. Tune in next week to see what happens next.